This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. As far as we know, this is the end goal. The people at Red Lake Fort are behind all of this. The heroes get closer to solving a great mystery. Is it a fort in the yeah. road? <laughs> That's our main objective. <laughs> our main objective. <laughs> to figure out if it's a fork or a fort. But not before saying a final goodbye. Baron uh, solemnly takes his hat off of his head and places it over his heart. And Della dances to the music. Della's a dancer. It's her custom. It's time to plan the next move. But we should be looking for the other half of that geode. And I'm thinking about Kauri and Flix's, like, father and all that and what happened there. Right. And make a painful decision. Option one, surrender. Option two, death. Del- Option three, hero time. Della has only one response to this. The adventure continues now. Hello, hello, hello. It's Matthew, here to ease us into the episode. Uh, So, uh, okay, I think I owe you all an apology, or so I am told to tell all of you. Uh, I'm supposed to apologize, I do apologize, for taking so long to cast Della. I know, I know. It's a big decision. I mean, I'm still in mourning, and it's gormly, and... um, Okay, but, well, you know, maybe... Just maybe there might be a little development in that area in today's episode. Just a little bit of a preview, no spoilers. Uh, But anyway, there actually has been a silver lining, at least for all of us all over here, because while everyone's been waiting, some awesome listeners have actually sent us in some Della artwork, which is ridiculously cool. Thank you so much to Emily Devereaux and Michael Nelson for their super cool Dellas, and I hope she can live up to them. I, I can't really tell you how surreal and amazing it is to have someone actually draw this character that you've been trying to create and fit into this world. It's, yeah, I highly recommend it. And yeah, to anyone out there who wants to send us artwork, I mean, we're all a bunch of nerds, and that is definitely the way to our cold, jaded, nerdy hearts. We really would appreciate it and do appreciate it because Glass Cannon podcast listeners equal the best. Also, get your questions in for Cannon Fodder. Uh, email them to us at glasscannonpodcast at gmail.com. I mean, we really want to tailor that to what you guys want. So just get those questions in there and, you know, maybe you'll hear one of them on the air. So let's get to the episode. Please enjoy episode 57. I'm taking a stand right now. I am not moving forward with this adventure at all until Matthew fucking cast Della. <laughs> That is it. I'm putting my foot down. I am grinding this episode to a halt like a barren one-liner. <laughs> you, you clearly wrote that. That's it. You tell me right now who who is playing this new character. You've got plenty of responses in the emails and Twitter, Facebook. We need to know. Matthew. You want to know? I want to know. You really want to know. I'm excited now. Uh, Rooney Mara. Oh. Sure, yeah. Rooney Mara. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I do too. That's perfect. That is perfect. Rooney Mara. You see, he took his time, Troy, and he got it right. You know? Yeah. He didn't rush into it. Sure. Sure. Shit, I didn't have anything prepared for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) You could just stop there. You were just going to cry like that for an hour. Us going, like, having casting sessions. (laughs) Bring in Rooney Mara. (laughs) She's all wrong. Uh, All right. Chemistry test with Baron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alchemy test. All right, so uh, it looks like the perils of Ghostlight Marsh and the Vault of Thorns are finally in your rearview mirror. Uh, if I remember correctly, Lork is at full health, right? <laughs> well, I mean, are we? Did it take us more than a day after the Mud Elemental to get to the ship? No, it's all part of the same day. <laughs> well, then, no. Yeah, yes, you two hit most points. likely healed before you picked up Gormley. <laughs> <laughs> Picked up Gormley's limp body. Uh, yeah, but you guys are pretty beat up oh, from that. Yeah, bad elemental fight. Yeah. Man, talk about a random encounter gone wrong. There was almost a death. <laughs> Greater cleave when that's just thing is just hitting everybody. That was brutal. Yeah, and just the the fact that you might get made helpless, and then one round later can be coup de grade. Like that's just brutal. Brutes. 
Um, I, I, you know, I was, I was hoping that that was going to be a nice morale boost for the group, like a nice, easy <laughs> softball encounter, just to kind of get everybody's spirits back up. Uh, almost TPK. Hey, it could have been a shadow rat. It could have been way worse. That's true. I should have just, just unleashed a couple shadow rats. <laughs> we've all got, we've all got to be filthy too, because we've been fighting this mud creature. Oh, you got and just stink, stink worse than Ingrahild at this yeah. point. Yeah, we haven't had a shower. We need to get her new clothes. You really do. We <laughs> introduce her to new people. She's all embarrassed. The real, bu- <laughs> the real bummer is that. I don't really feel substantially more powerful after leaving the Vault of Thorns to fight the thing that's even <laughs> rougher than that. I mean, Joe got like three magic items yeah, yeah. to make up I for the I feel way but more powerful. <laughs> we have like one arrow that can kill an orc. And you know, there's only like two orcs in the world, right? <laughs> Fuck that, man. And the best, the best weapon... Uh, uh, that you found goes to the poorest rolling player. <laughs> yeah. Just waste it. I waste still, it. I still, I don't even, I still don't know what the orc slaying arrow does. I don't know how slaying arrows work. I looked it up and I can't find it. I think it just auto kills it's, them. No, it's a DC that they have to, it's a fortitude save that the target has to make. And if they fail it, they take, depending on what level of slaying it is, they take like 50 points of damage, even if they fail. Or even if they make the save. If they fail the save, they die. Oh, wow. I, I, I'm okay. pretty sure that's right. And yeah. Skid said it so confidently, I'm apt to believe yeah, it. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad we can cast Misfortune on these orcs we're going to shoot. Oh. 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 Or, or, or evil item. The you guys should just weaken oh. at Bernie's Gormley's body. <laughs> I'm casting a hex. <laughs> Are there any powers left in this thing? Shake it around. <laughs> Ringing her out, or literally like wringing her body to like get all the magic out of her. <laughs> like she's a all the bounty. arcane energy just squeezing it out. Oh, uh, and speaking of Gormley's body, she, there she lies, limp in Lork's hands. You guys come through the, the the swampy area, and off in the distance, you see the Chelish Devil, Rag Blood Tusk's keelboat, and uh, lo and behold, there is Rag walking again uh, under his own power, back and forth on the deck. Your jolly boat is still tied up uh, on the tree. Uh, the body of Ben Vereen is in uh, Galabras' possession, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and you have uh, three new people with you. Della, played by Rooney Mara. <laughs> uh, a fetchling Magus. Still hate how that sounds. It sounds awful. <laughs> a fetchling Magus. I have Only news. in Pathfinder. <laughs> a fetchling Magus. <laughs> I, I have good news for you, for you especially. I doubt it. <laughs> so I've been reading a little more. Uh, apparently, fetchling is a derogatory term. Oh, really? Yes. Apparently, fetchlings actually refer to themselves as Kyal, K A Y A L, which roughly translates to mean shadow people. Huh. Ah. So I don't know why we've adopted the derogatory term as the standard character name, but that's our wow. word. That's our word. <laughs> you don't get to call us that. that. Uh, oh, okay. So you're a Kyle. Yeah. We'll never remember that. Uh, I'll, write, <laughs> I'll write it down. Kyle. K-A-Y-A-L. Yeah. When she's not around, you guys can totally call her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard because in all the rap songs that they, the, the Fetchlings do, it's... <laughs> Seems okay. Yeah, it's just I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, oh yeah, three new people. You've got Della, played by Rooney Mara, the Kyle Fetchling. You have uh, Ingrahild, a filthy, smelly dwarf who you cured from schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Who almost who's, killed Lork. Who's she played by? She is played by Rachel Dratch. Now, is a Dratch a derogatory term for something? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it should be, right? Sounds like it should be. Uh, and she is, uh, was lost in the woods looking for her long-lost brother, Umlo, who she took along on this journey to try and find their ancient ancestor, uh, Nargrim Steelhand's tomb. Uh, and then, of course, you also have Mr. Barry Connick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Barry Connick Jr. Zippity <laughs> boo. Uh, Back to the boat. Hey. So, we, were, we were talking a couple of weeks ago that I don't know how this started, that Barry Connick Jr. was a, a, ni- a 9-11 truther. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> that was a time of my life. Like, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, don't know, I don't know how that started, but. <laughs> Bullshit 9-11. I 
I think it started in your sound check. <laughs> I, this is to pull back the curtain a little bit. Skid's sound checks are quite possibly the greatest works of performance art known to man. We, we need to be recording. We really always need, be recording. Uh, those need to be Easter eggs. We need more Easter eggs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, is Harry Bush has thoughts of the Saudi royal family. Da, 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 do, do. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite, he went, zoom to do, all lives matter. <laughs> 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 I don't like your new animal companion. He seems like a bad person. He's really got some weird hangups. <laughs> he definitely calls her a fetch lick. He was oh, He was eating like this weird taco bowl on Cinco de Mayo. It made no sense. <laughs> Uh, all right, so all 16 of you pile into this tiny jolly boat, and it immediately sinks. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lork weighs 386 pounds or something. We have, we have kind of like tons of stuff with us. Yeah. We've got to weigh, as a group, we've got to weigh tons. This might take two trips. I think we need to do yeah. that thing where we leave the fox with the chicken and yeah. go across. Right. Exactly. Can't the leave uh, the bear. With uh, Gormley's body. With Gormley's yeah. body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Oh, we are back. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, you know, for for all intents and purposes, you probably will have to make uh, two trips, so uh, we won't play this all out, but who is going on the first trip? Uh, I'll probably go just because I'm the guy who usually breaks bad news to people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that a good is, point. That is yeah. your thing. Um, I'm a uh, Lork will go on the second trip. He has a trip. good bedside yeah. manner. I think uh, we should introduce the new people to RAG. Because that'll be easy news to break to him. Okay, so you're thinking Gormley, Ingrahild, and Della, and the body of Ben Vereen? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if, if you guys have to, like, get rid of weight halfway there, we know who's going over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking. We could see, I could just see Lork standing on the stream, and you see Galabras just chuck Ben Vereen's body into the water. <laughs> I'm sorry, we were carrying too much water. He's like doing a little blessing motion over yeah, him as uh, he throws him. Burial at sea, everyone. Burial at He's sea. asking Del, is he looking? Is he looking? We didn't agree to this. <laughs> Splash. Uh, all right, so it's going to be uh, Galabras, Della, Ingrahild, and the body of Ben Vereen. Uh, Rag's going to think it's a whole new party and everyone died. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you, you make your way out there and you see uh, Rag kind of, uh, you know, he's still pacing the deck. And now uh, the other people on board, the other half-orcs are coming and they're, they're looking at you and people are starting to take notice. And you can see uh, Galabras Rag is like straining his eyes trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Who are these people? He recognizes you, sees a... Tr- <laughs> Basically, translucent woman uh, and a filthy dwarf and a dead badger. <laughs> uh, all right, so you, you, you make your way up, and uh, Rag comes to the end of the ship. Where, where, where is your party? Who are these people? Rag, I'm sorry. I, I have terrible news. We had uh, a difficult time. We, we found the vault, but it, it was deadlier than we had even imagined. Did you lose everyone? Gormley has died. No. And you see his face just fall. Puts his head down in his chest. I put my hand on his shoulder. I'm sorry, friend. How? How did she die? She, she, she fell. Did, did she die bravely? Oh, yes. She died trying to save us all, as she always did. What a woman. She was. Ah. And and the half orc and the other dwarf. Oh, they're fine. Oh, the Wolverine's dead too. And Rag's <laughs> 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 like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I could take the potatoes down from the top shelf, everybody. They're safe now. Uh, <laughs> so oh, so I say so. Who are um, these people? Allow me to introduce uh, our new companion. Uh, Della. And Della bows to the captain. My name is Della Narn, and I'm, I seek passage aboard your boat with my new friends here, sir. I and the dwarf. And this is, what's her name again? Ingrahild. Ingrahild Nagreen. 
<laughs> well met. Uh, she almost killed Lork, but it wasn't her fault. Uh, Galabras, can I can I see you for a minute over here? Yes, yes, of course. And he pulls you aside, and he's like, uh, "I have no problem uh, bringing these women onto the boat." Uh, and uh, obviously, you know, my men are good people, but uh, you're bringing a beautiful young woman onto the ship, and another woman. Men who haven't seen women besides Halrex and Gormley in a while, so just keep an eye on them. Keep them near you. I have no problem with it. Any friend of yours is a friend of mine, but just keep them safe. Well, I, I would advise your men to be careful. She can more than handle herself. She's not trapped in here with you. <laughs> <laughs> you are trapped here with her. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> uh, okay, and then uh, now you can't leave. <laughs> Somebody, uh, one of you goes back with the boat, I'm assuming, and picks up the rest of them. And uh, as you row closer to the shore, Rag actually jumps into the water uh, and uh, climbs up onto the boat to help you uh, bring Gormley's body awesome. on deck. Um, First time you ever got to touch her. It's true. Mm. And he, he like kind no, of takes, no funny he business. bears the brunt of the weight. He sees you're beaten up and he, uh, he just kind of places her uh, right on the, on the deck uh, comfortably on a bag of potatoes. <laughs> uh, and uh, he says, oh, this is, these are dark days. Well, uh, what's, what's your plan uh, for the bodies? Well, uh, we had we had discussed the possibility of burning Gormley on a pyre and uh, transporting her ashes with us until we found a suitable place to put her at rest. That's fair. Does she have family? Does she have kin? No. She was alone, except for us. Then we'll give her to the gods. Your journey is... Uh... Not over, obviously. You want to make your way up the Esk. So we'll have to continue upstream for another 50 miles or so. Probably take about four or five days. Uh, this is orc territory. Uh, but I, unlike that ambush before, uh, notwithstanding that ambush, I have uh, safe passage through these lands. Uh, we won't be making any stops along the way. Uh, unless... You know something I don't. Uh, we'll just uh, make our way along, but I do know a safe place. Uh, in two days, we could stop and uh, have a ceremony for the bodies. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Captain. And uh, with that, he kind of steals himself. All right, everybody. Gets everybody back below deck. How Rex, you see her for the first time. She comes up. She goes down. She kind of looks at Gormley's body and... Uh, makes a little sign, maybe it's religious, maybe it's not, to herself, and uh, nods at you all, and looks at the two new women, and then makes her way downstairs, and you immediately hear her going back to barking orders and uh, yelling at the orcs, and uh, you tie up the draft horses, and off you go. A couple days later, uh, you uh, pull the boat to a safe, uh, like, uh, canopy of trees, um, and there's an area there, sure enough, uh, not too far from the shoreline. It's not swampy at all, um, and it looks perfect, like, for a place to, to have a ceremony. Um, so you guys can go and gather your branches and whatever, make a pyre. I'm sure this is something Galabras would, would know how to do. Um, and uh, you guys have a little ceremony, and Halrex plays her flute throughout plays a haunting melody uh, that both inspires courage and uh, makes you feel like things are going to be okay. And Della dances to the music, like in a respectful, liturgical way. Della dances to the music. Della's a dancer. It's her custom. Interesting. So there's a little bit of a show. She was a performer, like a tribute to Gormley via dance. I like that. Okay. Performance check. Performance check. That won't turn on the half orcs at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's. I would say it's. Kind, it's very like postmodern dance. So I don't know that oh, they. Yeah, I don't they know won't, that. They won't. I don't know it's that. Not it's not an exotic. Oh, See? that's that's never attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're completely turned off now. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, Galabras, uh, if you guys want to say any final words uh, as the body's burning, uh, Galabras, Baron, and Lork can say something. Uh, I was actually going to say that I, I think I'm going to be, uh, bury Ben Vereen as opposed to burning him. So just making a small grave in the same area okay. uh, where we're going to cremate Gormley. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, Lork will just say, I, I've known Gormley for many years, but not, not as well as I got to know her recently. Uh, she was, we, we, we grew up in the same place, and, and it was tough, and we both had a hard go of it, but we found each other in the end, and, and well, she, she gave her life for all of us, and as a black arrow, that's all you can ask of your brothers, and she'll always be a brother to me. Then he steps away. Baron uh, solemnly takes his hat off of his head and places it over his heart and says, she was a strange brew, this one. And all I can say is I'll miss her. Uh, what was it? Who did? Uh, what deity did she worship? Uh, I don't my character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say Torag. It's okay. always Torag. Uh, let's say she, let's say she, uh, we'll retcon it and say she was into Desna because you were into Desna. Oh, okay. She all converted. Right. Um, so, uh, I say, um, uh, uh, we commit our friends, our friends, mortal remains to the fire. May the butterflies carry her to a, to a, to eternal home. And, um, I spark, I spark the flames. <laughs> and Baron's gun goes off. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I literally went to play some sort of like nice music. I did a gunshot. We all like ducked. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> Funeral's under attack. Oh my god, you're. What's that? Wow. Did Fo just start talking in tongues? <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, we're used to funerals being under attack. Yeah, so there's Battle yeah. of Blood March Hill Part Two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my god. I don't know. It's something's coming through Sirenscape funny. Sorry to ruin the moment. Jeepers. Uh so Galabras uh sparks it and the pyre starts taking flame. Everyone roll a perception check. Twelve. Thirteen. Twenty-five. <laughs> Ten. Baron, you notice Gormley's pocket is moving ever so slightly. What? As the flames uh, start taking, and it looks like something is struggling to get out. I, uh, I reach my hand in, try to grab it out. You reach your hand in, and you pull out Howie. Oh! 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 Howie lives. Oh! oh! All right! right. Woo! Oh my god, I completely forgot! Wicked Pissa! <laughs> we can't understand what he says, though. Can't yeah. understand what he says, but you're you're holding a green sting scorpion in your hand, and he just is sitting there. I see if he wants to. I don't know who he likes, but I I just try to put him on my shoulder. I mean, if he wants to stay there, he can. I'm, I'm not gonna. He he sits there for now, at least. Wow. Um, you know, Della can take a familiar. Uh, oh, can she? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Okay. How he lives. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great news. We'll have, we'll have to find out how we can hear him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to find some way. <laughs> it's, too, it's too bad none of us knows tongues. His <laughs> tongues of flames woke me up. To him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so how he lives. Oh, that's great. And in this moment with Della dancing and the flute playing, and you see Gormley's body start to take uh, flame and just burn. Uh, you all level up. <gasps> oh, wow. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Awesome. Oh, wow. I thought we were still another combat or two away from that. Nice. Oh, you are all leveled up. Did you know that gunslingers can take familiars at level six? Sorry, Della. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're all six level now. Nice. Yeah. You did it. Um, so let's, uh, as, we, as we always do, let's just quickly go through and talk about uh, the new things that happen for you at 6th uh, level. Uh, I like to always start with Skid. 
So I'm going to continue to do so. Uh, Skid, I'm assuming uh, with all the druidic elements we found, you you tri-classed and took an, a level in druid. No, right? no. <laughs> um, I uh, I just I got some new spells. I, I just took another cleric level and I'm still. But now I can cast third level spells. Oh, so if okay. anyone gets blinded or deafened or whatever, this time now we don't have to capture a fairy and force it to whatever. <laughs> uh, awesome. And uh, so this oh, makes you a fifth level cleric? Yes. So you also get an extra channel, right? Uh, or yeah. channel dice. I yeah, wanted, I believe so. I wanted to explain should I do this now, like the speaking druidic thing? Uh, yeah, I think we should. We, we've mentioned it on the, uh, on the old tum, but it was we a while ago, yeah. though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, so Yeah, go ahead, Skip. Okay, so the, people pointed out that Druidic is a secret language that only Druids can speak, and any Druid that teaches it to a non-Druid immediately loses all of their powers. So um, I didn't realize that. I've, I've, never, I've never played a Druid. Like, I didn't know. It was, a, it was an available language, and I took it. So we, we retconned it. So when uh, Galabras was an acolyte back in Absalom when he was in his training... One of his duties was to care for this dying former Grand Druid uh, named Aldana. Uh, she was a heretic um, because she felt that the world was getting... Too, because the whole kind of purpose of Druids is to keep everything in balance. Um, and she felt that the world was getting too, too evil and that the Druids should do more to bring it back to the good. And she was drummed out of her order for that. So she had lost her powers... And I cared for her like in her last remaining months, and we, she developed an affection for Galabras and a bond for him. And she knew that he loved languages, so um, with her those last few months, she she taught him Druidic. That's cool. That's yeah. a beautiful story. That's cool. That's uh, awesome. And so that's how you were able to read the inscription. Right. Um, Beware the vault of thorns. Yes. Uh, I like that, and yeah, you should. I, I'm pretty sure you get three d six now for your for your channel. Diet. I think I, I think I you're think right. You get one at first level. Two at third level three, so that's great. Um, Baron, what'd you get? Uh, well, Baron's been, you know, rolling rocks on the HP. <laughs> I'm excited to see this gunslinger rogue. First of all, finally, finally, finally. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to wait a little. Never bit. get old. Uh, so I go up one BAB, so I'm base plus twelve on my attack now. But I get a second attack, so I'm plus 12, plus 7. Oh, you get a second oh. attack! And if, and if I rapid shot, I get three attacks. Plus oh. 10, plus 10, oh plus God. 5. Plus 10, Ooh. plus 10, plus Which 5. Which increases my misfire chances dramatically. So it becomes much more of a like riverboat gambler, Mel Gibson and Maverick type of uh, character. Oh, I forgot you get multiple attacks at 6th level. Yeah, it's a full BAB D10 class, which is what kind of keeps it viable with all the drawbacks. Brutes. Um, but that's about it. That's about it. That's, that's all you need. That's great. Uh, there go my monsters to bullet wounds. Uh, <laughs> Della, uh, the, the dancing Kyle. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, not a huge level for six levels, not a huge level for Magi. Uh, for Magi. They, uh, they don't get an extra attack at six level. Uh, they have to wait till I think, eighth level for that. Um, ah. so, but uh, I mean, I get an extra Magus Arcana. But the one thing I did, I did try to think about is that now that. Della's out in the world again with all these new strange people that the things she learns, like the skills that she took, are going to come from the party. So I figure she's been hanging out with Galabras to learn the languages of the world. And I, mm. So I took a point in linguistics, for example, so I can now speak orc. Oh, okay. oh there you go. Ah, nice. Yeah, that's that, that'll come in handy. And now we I, all, the rest of us all speak orc as well, right? Do, I does believe, anyone not yeah, speak it? Yeah, Lork does. Yeah. Lork speaks half orc. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I, I and like now she has knowledge local so it's, it's, she's been trying to like study with them as we've been traveling I like that and something you and I talked about is like when she was uh, off air when she was trapped in the tree she didn't realize like what she had on her person and then she immediately got thrown into a fight with the Trendriculus and then the Zatabays and then the Bramble Brights and then Iwiga and it's only now that she started to like look through her things and she found that she had some scrolls, some scrolls. on her. Yeah. Uh, so over the course of this journey, she's been just rolling off air to learn uh, some new spells yeah. from these scrolls. And what? Uh, anything interesting there? Uh, j- just some first level spells. Uh, the most interesting one I, is, is Windy Escape. 
which you gave me special GM permission to, to have. I am benevolent. <laughs> because it is spe- it's a racial spell normally attributed, attributed to sylphs. Yeah. Or slifts? Slifts, I think. Slifts. slifts. Uh, but I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun spell. Basically, you, you can, as an immediate action, kind of become shadow, vapor, and you, know, you get DR10 magic. Yeah. Oh, cool. Immediately. Immediately. Like, so it's like it's uh, it's similar to Lork's bolster companion. You just like immediately bolster yourself if an attack's coming at you. But that is awesome. That's super cool. Uh, yeah. It is super cool. If anything, it's just gonna even if these things are attacking with magical weapons, it's gonna give her ten less damage. Well, no, because it's DR10 magic. So if it's a magical weapon, it all pa- all bypasses. <sighs> so it's not, it's only level one spell. It's not like you know, right, right. We're uh, still yeah, it's just, just basic physical attacks. It'll it'll really that's gonna a, help. It'll really we'll help. keep her alive. Yeah, because a lot of these like giants that might throw rocks or yeah, whatever. Exactly. That'll be great. It's gonna make her hardy. Uh, and she dances. Lork, <laughs> do you get two attacks now? I do get two attacks oh, now. Ooh. Yep. All right. Rapid shot. It up. <laughs> so, Lork. so just to clarify too, for you and Baron, uh, you at this point have earned the opportunity to confirm your fumbles. Oh, excellent. All right, I forgot about that. Baron, this won't apply to you so much as Joe. <laughs> so when you roll a natural one, I'll let you roll again. And if your second roll would actually bypass the AC of the creature, then I'll say you didn't fumble. But if your second roll also wouldn't have hit the creature, that's a fumble. Okay. And your misfires work the same way we've been doing. Right. So, um, so yeah, for six level, uh, a ranger gets uh, their combat style feat. And since Lork is an old school archer ranger from the Black Arrows, right. uh, he gets another archery feat. So he, ha- he now has precise shot. Nice. So he can uh, shoot into melee without taking penalties. Oh, without taking great. that minus four. Yeah. Huge. So that's a nice little bonus. And... Uh, you know, he gets points in his handle animal, which helps for pushing the animal to do tricks that they don't know already, which right. is a good thing. Uh, bonuses to that. And then, yeah, I guess I guess that's that's about it. And I got uh, seven hit points. I rolled seven HP for this level. So, seven out of ten. So. I mean, to give you some perspective, when Lurk started, he had 11 hit points when we first started the show. And now <laughs> he has 60 hit points. Oh, wow. It's his max HP. So. He's a tough guy. He's getting there. He's getting um, there. Baron's at 72. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um, you collect Gormley's ashes. Um, you hold them in a, whatever you want for the time being. Um, and Lork goes and gives him uh, another similar to what he did with Jason, goes off into the woods mm-hmm. and uh, buries Ben Vereen under a tree. Uh, says a prayer to Gorm. Yep. I'm sure. And uh, walks away. You guys reboard the boat. Um, <clears throat> and uh, you're now a couple days, 20, 30 miles away <clears throat> from the point where he's going to drop you off. Now, before we uh, you know, move on to this next part of the journey, I just want to go over what do you know about Red Lake Fort? What are your goals for Red Lake Fort? And... You know, just kind of have a, a just a recap here because it's been ever since the council. You know, we we had we dealt with Ghostlight Marsh, we dealt with the Vault of Thorns, but now the actual infiltration of Red Lake Fort is happening. What do you guys? What is your? What are your goals? Bang them out. Why are you coming coming here? Uh, Lork is going there to kill Grenzeldeck. That's what he thinks. Right, because Grenzeldeck, as far as you know, was the mastermind behind the siege of Trunau, and Screed was acting as her pawn. Right. And, and at the council, they told us that Grenzeldeck's fort or hideout or hideout was Red Lake uh, Fork. That's what they told us at the council meeting. Right. And their, uh, they didn't know. They didn't. Their information you know, was faulty. It was the, actually a fort. Uh, and, uh, I'm going to find out what it looks like. Is it a fork in the yeah. road? <laughs> That's our main objective. <laughs> our main objective. Just to figure out if it's a fork or a fort. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he assumes that Grenzeldeck is going to be there. And if she isn't there... Uh, that's not really a problem either because he's just going to uh, kill whoever's inside, uh, orcs and giants alike, uh, you know, unless there's something he's not expecting going on. Right. Um, and everyone is in with the same purpose of that, right? Like, that's what everybody yeah. wants to do, right? I mean, because as far, as far as we know, this is, this is the end goal. Like, as far as we know, this, the people at Red Lake Fort are behind all of this. Right. So, yeah, so we're, we're there to... to right. Yeah. And make, you guys heard about the, the Twisted Hearts. Yeah. 
Right, and the twisted nails. And the twisted nails. And and have you garnered any more information about that? Uh, I don't think so, not recently. Well, you know, as you're getting closer to there, maybe you, you start talking to Rag, and Rag knows the area better than the yeah. people of Trunau. Sure. Uh, and what he tells you is basically the tribe of orcs, the big tribe in the area, the most dominant tribe, is the Twisted Nails. It's always been that way. And the only thing he can think of is the heart is there is a tribe of hill giants known as the Heart Eater tribe. And now you start putting two and two together and you realize Grenzeldeck's whole thing was joining orcs and giants together. Right. For some purpose to you know try and find this geode or and treasure the hammer and the armor that you found underneath uh, True Now, uh, but also for what other reason you don't know. So the Twisted Hearts must be her combination of these two tribes: the Twisted Nail Orcs and the Heart Eater Hill Giants. Ah, uh, okay. Hmm. Um, I thought that though. I thought we were told back at the council meeting that the Twisted Hearts were. Uh, an old tribe that had that has been gone off the scene for a while, and she was reconstituting it. True. I I, yes. Is yes. this like an old, uh, um, old alliance? alliance? Old alliance. Yeah. So back in the day, during the time when the you know when Harkis blockade fell, which is you're, you guys are going up to that now, uh, the the Twisted Hearts were a tribe, and then when. Uh, of, of Every, orcs, yes, a tri- no, a tribe of, of orcs, orcs and giants, orcs and giants. Oh, well, okay, all right. And then right. you know, it's it does it makes sense that orcs and giants just can't be together for too long without shit falling apart. Yeah, so when infighting. things didn't go yeah. the orcs way, their the tribes way, they broke up again. And so Grenzeldeck has somehow she's getting the band found back the power yeah. to get the band back together. It's like Jefferson airplane turning into Jefferson starship, and then right, right. And is is Grenzeldeck? <laughs> do we know what species of you. giant she is? What is she a hill giant, or uh, do we know what kind of giant? You she don't is? know. Uh, uh, you would think she probably is some variation of a hill giant if she's controlling hill giants. If she right. brought her tribe of hill giants and commanded the orcs. Um, but yeah, that's that's what you know. So we, I'm pretty interested in the fact that these people always tend to be around like weird tombs and spooky shit and stuff. And I'm thinking about Calrian Blix's like father and all that and what happened there. Right, goal. So like side quest goal. Yeah. So that's the other layer. Is Calrian asked you about finding out what happened to her great grandfather? Great grandfather, Fabian Blix. Uh, so, she, all she told you is that whenever her the you know Red Lake Fort came up, or the mention of her grandfather came up, his face went pale, and he was just like, "I don't want to talk about it." And she was the paladin that we rescued back at the uh, the way station. The way station, right, right back. Um, and the intimation, Sersha Ronan. Yes, the intimation was that her father had perhaps been there. And, and maybe even knew what, them, what happened there and never wanted to talk about it. And so there's always this mystery that's been surrounding Red Lake Fort. Everybody roll uh, a history check. You want me to roll that untrained? Or? Uh, you can't do knowledge untrained. Hmm. Learn your history, Della. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, 15. 15? Lurk doesn't have it. Baron, anything? I don't have it. Okay, um, so uh, like I've mentioned a Can I roll times, a profession fisherman? Is that okay? <laughs> oh, wait, no, 18. 18. 18. Uh, so, you know, what I've mentioned already a, a million times, this was originally part of Harkis Blockade, which was the second line of strongholds defending Last Wald's retreating northern border with Belkson. So in the fight, like I said uh, before, the border just kept changing, and this was like the last line of defense to keep the orcs from taking over uh, the rest of Belkson. And then something happened. It fell. It was abandoned. Maybe the orcs sieged it. Um, and eventually, this now Grenzeldex tribe has moved in with who knows whatever else. Um, but that's, that's pretty much what you know. Okay. The other thing I think we should, Grant mentioned this, but, or no, you mentioned it. Sorry, we should uh, be looking for that geode, the other half of that geode. Right, you found a geode in the uh, eye socket of this giant skeleton, and upon further investigation, you realize that on one side of it was showing the topography of a map through the Mind Spin Mountains. But uh, did we have any indication or any clues what they were looking for in the Mind Spin Mountains? 
Because I had, when you originally brought it up, I was thinking that it was like this tomb, this grave, this, but then it turned out like that's where we were. We were in that tomb, that grave of that giant. So like, did we ever know what they were looking for? Like what that map in the Mindspin Mountains leads to? Do we know that at all? No, you don't. And obviously finding the other half would help, but they want the other half. So maybe she has the other half. Yeah, no, she does. She does. She said in her letter. She said, it looks like the one I already have. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So they need that to find out they're going for something. And now uh, they're digging in the wrong place. That's another thing, actually, I was just thinking of, is that is it a good idea for us to be carrying this geode with us into their headquarters? Yeah, that seems foolish. Yeah, it seems like bringing the the Grail Diary right into the Nazi camp. <laughs> <laughs> can can I grab the geode real quickly? Sure. He chucks it into the water. <laughs> <laughs> no one can have this power. I'm going to show you how good a fisherman I am. I'll find it. I'll find it. So, looking at it, does it look like a map? Like, are there discernible stuff? Uh, I, I mean, it's it's crude, obviously, because it's been etched. Um, I thought it was like, but it's a beautiful. I thought it was like an actual three dimensional representation of the mountains, like within the it crystals is. of the geode, right? It is, yeah. But it's been, uh, you know, it, it wasn't well, naturally it, it, made. It but was, it's etched, it was etched, and it was like beautiful. a path, yeah. A, okay. Like okay. where the path, path uh, through okay. the mountains, okay. yeah. But okay. you don't know what the other side is. Okay. Now, as you're as you're talking about this, Ingrahild, you know, she hadn't been privy to all this information. She's now listening, and she thinks that. Maybe they were mistaken in go. They confused yeah. I wanted to stories show it to her. Yeah. of uh, the Vault of Thorns and Ghostlight Marsh with where her their ancestors' tomb was, and maybe this. it's the Mindspin yeah. Mountains uh, where yeah. the tomb is, and maybe that's what they're looking for. I wonder. Like, yeah, I wonder if the the piece they have shows where the tomb is, and the piece we have shows where you enter the mountains to get to it. Yeah, that would make sense. sense. That, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, Since we're just seeing a path, and it doesn't like go into a cave or into a mountain or anything, it just ends where it breaks. Right. Right. The like the path. Right. The just, etching yeah, of the it, path. It ends yeah. right there, and and she just she she's Alexandretta. You see that she's excited that like maybe that's maybe that's what it is. But then she's so upset. She's like, I, I just I, I don't know why we were why we thought that this marsh would have it. And, and I, I I convinced my brother to do this. He was a he retired from fighting, and I begged him to come with me, and now he's dead. Uh, well, we we don't have a body, right? So, true, true. So you said stay you, positive. You said you felt that he was alive. I do. I just sense that he was still alive. I, 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 I do believe that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm losing hope. I just don't mad at my, I blame myself. He he was he retired from fighting and just wanted to be a, a simple cook. And I, I made him come along with me and I put him in harm's way. If he is out there, I hope he's safe. I'm sure he came because he wanted to come. Because he wanted to fight beside you. You didn't make him do anything he didn't want to do. You're right. Well, my axes are yours all the way to the Mindspin Mountains if it takes us there. And if, right. uh, if we find Umlo, if he still lives, I'm sure he will say the same. If he was captured by a roving band of hill giants or orcs, they might have brought him back to the fort. We might find him there. And uh, with that, a little more information starts coming to light. Pieces start falling into place in your heads. And the, the last thing I wanted to do, because you handed out the map, um, that we had gotten previously. Right, Calrianne gave you a, a rustic but map you, that she always keeps on her purse. But you gave us like a black and white copy of it, and yes. you told us to look on the Tumblr. Mm-hmm. So there's like different colors on here. There's like a blue part, which I'm wondering what that is. Probably water. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess Grant didn't roll a profession fisherman. Can we do dungeoneering on the map to learn anything about it? Uh, yeah, you can. Um, I mean, there's red parts. I mean, we I, examined it before, and it was the only real thing that we could see on the map of interest was that there was a hidden entrance, right? Like a sewer entrance or something? Right. She told you there's this, you know, it looks like there's a front gate in, and then somewhere in the back is a, a sewer entrance. And you would assume... Uh, is that the blue you were talking about? That's what I think. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what I'm asking. So you would assume that the whole thing is surrounded by a moat. Got it. Yeah. And oh, okay. so that somewhere in that moat, they know that there's a hidden entrance through a sewer grate on the west side of the fort. That that also... Awesome. So your question was not foolish, Grant. For, forts were, um, you know, they're designed to 
have murder holes and dump oil and have all this shit. So that sounds like the best way, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can't just walk up to the door and knock. Knock, so. yeah. Right. And she also made it clear, like, this was handed down through a generation at this point. So a lot has probably changed. And if orcs and giants have taken it over, we can only imagine what it's like. Uh, the last piece of business is, uh, Della, you're, you know, you're still trying to probably be a part of the group, feel like you're part of the group, but you're just in awe of everything I'm imagining. Yep. This is literally like, I mean, we, I, I don't know that Della spent enormous amounts of times on this, enormous amount of time on this plane. Right. So you're just kind of like the color, oh. the color alone of the world should be shocking to her. And you walk by the stables and <laughs> you see a horse and you've never seen a horse before. Oh yeah. And the horse just kind of looks at you and kind of shuffles up towards you and is right in front of you and you feel like you want to reach out and touch it. Uh, she does. She, t- she reaches out and gives it a rub down on the nose. And uh, as you're sitting there, it, it whinnies and it, do horses purr? I don't know. I only have cats. I'm assuming it purrs. <laughs> Let's say it purrs. Uh, it is a fantasy world. River, fantasy river sharks. <laughs> river sharks purring horses. Uh, Rag comes over and he's like, you like that horse, huh? She's a, she's a good mare. Her name's Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. We funny call, we call funny her, name for a girl. We call her Reggie for short. Uh, you didn't know her, but Gormley, the one that was with the, with the group before, uh, the horse seemed to take a, a liking to her. You know, she's always brought me good luck, uh, but I, I think I'd like to give her to you. To, to me? Your, to your group. Uh, she, she seems to take a liking to you. If, if you want to tell your friends, uh, she, she, she's yours. Uh, she, uh, she served me well, but uh, I, don't really, I don't really need her. I'd like to do that as a thank you for all that you've done for me. Thank you, Captain. I'll try to honor Gormley's memory while I'm riding this horse like a 17-year-old horse girl. (laughs) (laughs) 4-H. Horse girl. And as he walks away, you sense magic coming from the horse. Uh, Should I do a knowledge arcana? Sure. Not that die. Not bad. 21. Perfect. You know. 22. 22. Maybe it's something that Gormley was never able to quite perceive. Uh, that Reggie, this old war horse, uh, is actually an advanced horse uh, who has combat training. So this was an old war horse that Rag didn't even know he had. Uh, and it possesses uh, a quality known as Lucky. Once per day, when the horse's rider attempts a saving throw, the horse can attempt the same saving throw as if it were subject to the effect instead. The horse's rider can choose to use the horse's saving throw in place of his own. The rider can use this ability after rolling the saving throw, but only before the GM declares whether the roll was a success. Mm. So basically, Uh, if you're riding this horse, roll twice, it's like you're riding a bottle cap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah. uh, that's awesome so Reggie belongs to the group now and uh, you know assuming you, you go come up to them and you have some good news from them that you're adding another member to the party I do I tell them and uh, they don't have any oats around <laughs> does it maybe it eats potatoes <laughs> Barry Connick Jr. doesn't seem to be making any uh, any friends on the boat but also then no enemies because they were used to seeing a bloodthirsty wolverine. So right, small. he seems, a bear seems so much calmer. <laughs> They're totally okay with it. He's under strict instructions to not discuss politics. <laughs> <laughs> not on my boat. <laughs> Just keep things civil, all right, Barry? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Make America great again. <laughs> uh, I want to. Uh, I gotta. I gotta start training him because uh, we have a couple days here, you know. Right. So uh, uh, during the first couple days, I am going to. Um, I'm going to teach him defend uh, the defend trick. Oh, okay. 
basically, it just allows me to uh, say who I want him to defend, like in the party, and then he will immediately, during the combat, he will change targets or do whatever he has to do to attack whoever is attacking the uh, the person that I've pointed out. So it could be me, but it could be like Galabras or or Della or you oh, know, cool. okay. in a given situation. Then he can. Is uh, that a move action for you to do a trick, or how does, it, or it's just a free action? It's a free action for me to handle the animal as a, as a ranger. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, for anybody else, for non-druids, non-rangers, it's a move action to handle an animal. Uh, but it is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a free action. So what does he already know? He only knows uh, stay and attack. Stay and attack. And uh, at this point, it would have been s- close to seven days, I think. Oh, really? Well, I- I'll tell you this. On the day they embark is seven days, we'll say. Because it was three days coming back. And you guys are now on your third. Oh, oh three days coming back from the vault. Right. From the vault. And now it's been three or four days, and you've been teaching him right along. Well, I guess if you started teaching him the day you got him. Right. You know, well, you, I think that that's a little unrealistic. Yeah, I would say by... <laughs> doing training in the middle of just, that uh, multidimensional space. House ruling it by, to, you know, you can, you can roll to... Roll to see it. if he learned it? Yeah. Okay. So my handle animal skill improved with the level So we didn't do the, the half up. the three days in thing. We're just rolling to see if it worked. Yep. Of, uh, can I get a little bit of luck from Galabs? A uh, uh, bit of luck. If it didn't, all right. We'll just say, bit of luck. drive the boat around the for another week. Natural 20 and a 15. Oh! So Barry's really taken to it. Nice. All right. Barry knows defend. defend. All right. Excellent. And I think defend is one of the bare necessities. Those. Get up. You really blew that one, buddy. Oh, God. It was going so well. <laughs> this is going to be an easy one to edit. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, Rag has made it clear to you that this is, uh, that you will be at the shore that he needs your, your disembarking point uh, tomorrow. Uh, so this is your last night on the ship. And you think about this like how Rex lost a lover in Tog. Shog lost a brother in Tog. Rag lost a possible love interest in Gormley. All of you lost uh, a friend, yeah, huge a loss. partner in Gormley. Lork lost uh, a pet. His companion. His companion and his son. Uh, the crew lost Gajnak, uh, who they trusted, who they thought was a friend. You know, uh, Rag, his crew has been decimated. There's been just a great amount of loss. Malira lost Screed. Malira lost Screed. Nope. Feel the way you want about them. They loved each other, and they had their reasons for doing what they did. Um, so they could retire young. <laughs> Get a nice house in Urgir. Uh, and, you know, these thoughts are all weighing on you uh, as you go to sleep. In the middle of the night, you hear... Screaming. Oh, and we're on deck, and the boat is docked. Uh, the boat is docked, and we're sleeping on the you're, boat. You're sleep, yeah, sleeping in the chambers. You know, uh, there's a lot more room now with uh, Gajnak and uh, Tog dead, uh, but you also have Ingrahild uh, and a bear, so it takes up a little more room. You hear screaming, uh, and it wakes one of you up. Everybody, roll a d6. Three. Five, four, six. Lork, you you wake up and you hear screaming coming from the deck area. Um, it's just like you hear like. Um, I will, and I'm with these guys. Yeah, they're all sleeping. All the crew is sleeping. Um. All right, I'll rouse them silently. Be like, something's happening on deck. And then I'm just going to grab my weapon and no armor and just go on deck. Me too. Della will grab her chain shirt and slip it, slip into her as she's running down. Hop on Reggie's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Baron falls. Yeah, I'm going to throw her my, 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 my stuff, though. So you're going to take a, a little full minute to put your armor on? <laughs> All right, yeah, so Baron. do it as we're moving? Chain shirt? Baron and Della lag behind putting on their armor. <laughs> uh, Galabras and Lork. Uh, head out there onto the deck um, and the sound is coming from uh, beyond the captain's chambers Howrick's and Rag's chambers like in there oh oh 
Uh, well, yeah, let's run up to the. I'm gonna run up to the door and bang on the door. And I hear grunting and what uh, inside. Yeah, uh, it stops. <laughs> okay. Open the door, <laughs> and then after a minute, rag. You start over the door. Rag opens the door, and he peeks out, <laughs> and he's naked. <laughs> <laughs> Can I help you? Everything all right in there, Rag? Never been better. I try to peek around to get a glimpse of naked Halrex. And there she is. Oh! <laughs> Someone's right. doing the no pants. I'll, I'll peek back, I'll peek back. Sorry, I, uh, I, I misunderstood. Uh, and I give him a wink. We had sounds of a struggle. And then, I, and then I, I, I say, do you need the belt back? And I wink. <laughs> no, I'm going better back tonight. <laughs> Everyone grieves in different ways. Good night. <laughs> He's breaking his own rule. <laughs> I come back. He's like, uh, you can stop putting your armor on. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, Della gets up. She's like, ready, ready. for combat. Yeah. Flaming. Scimitar already flaming. You don't get a full night's rest. Uh, and you wake up fatigued. I also, I wanted to say, uh, I, I've been waiting for an opportunity to do this, but um, Galabras, after all the betrayals that we've experienced, Galabras, he feels foolish and he's, uh, Never wants he makes it a point that he never wants to automatically trust anyone again. So at some point, um, he wants during during this journey Mm -hmm. at any point he wants to surreptitiously cast detect evil on um, Della and uh, you did. Oh, I did. Right? Yeah, Yeah, you did do that. Okay, and then on on the uh, Ingrahild. Ingrahild. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And I want to do. Can I do? Can you take twenty on a sense motive like over several days or what? I have to. Like maybe you're studying them or yeah, something yeah. like that. I mean, you imagine rather than taking trying to catch you, them in a you line, you just keep rolling, and eventually you're gonna right exactly uh, yeah. once a day if you try doing it. Um, yeah, and you, you you detect no evil on her, and okay. her motives are true. Okay. She wants right. to find her brother, and she will die trying, and she'll also uh, fight to the ends of the earth for you guys. Okay, if Great. you'll have her. Great, and I am, uh, but I do want to make sure I want like the, he wants to make a point to himself is like never let this happen again. Right. Yeah. That's very important. I mean, uh, Iwiga pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. Morning breaks. Um, Dell and Baron obviously fatigued from the armor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ship, uh, the, the keelboat takes off, and eventually uh, there you are on the southern bank of the River Esk. And uh, Rag comes up to you and says, from what I understand... This Red Lake Fort lies about 10 miles to the west. If you follow that, uh, you'll eventually find a small tributary uh, that feeds right into the Eskir. You follow that, and that should take you there. Be careful. Please, we can't afford to lose another one. Come back safe. I'll be here waiting for you. Godspeed. Thank you, Captain. Maybe you could say a... A prayer over all of us, Calabras. Oh, yes, I, I, I'd be thrilled. And I do. I say a little uh, pl- prayer blessing to Desna, and yeah, I like, put my hand on his shoulder. And says, the blessings be upon you, my he friend. Reaches out with his big meat hook of a green hand, grabs yeah. yours, and shakes it. Yeah, Gail Gail feels great. It's like I reached him. <laughs> it feels so great right now. This is awesome. <laughs> His mission is complete. Uh, and there you are. The six of you. Lork, Della, Baron, Galabras, Ingrahild. And Reggie? Should we take the horse? And Barry Connick Jr. And now you got to decide what you want to do with Reginald. What is your approach going to be like? Do you want to bring a horse with you to try and infiltrate the fort? Do you want to leave Reginald behind for the journeys that lie ahead? Uh, Lork will say to, to Della, I mean, did you want to bring the horse? I mean, not. A, I, I mean, I don't think so unless we want it for traveling purposes, but there's only one, so we can't use it to make a fast escape. And if we're trying to infiltrate through a sewer grate, I mean, uh, okay. it doesn't make any sense. I was just asking if Della wanted to bring the horse. Does she want to bring the horse or does she not care? I think she doesn't really care. Okay. And I recommend that we leave the horse with you, Rag. Uh, keep keep an eye on her because we're going into a dangerous place indoors and looks like we might be crawling through a sewer grate here, so that's not a place for a, a pony. I'll keep her safe, and I know you'll all be back to take her with you. 
on the next leg of your journey. Good luck. And, uh... Lork will shake his hand as well and, uh, tell him, I... The belt saved my life before, and I think it will again. Thank you. It'll probably kill you, too. <laughs> oh, it might. <laughs> when you get those temporary hit points. <laughs> uh, all right, um... So, lying before you is this vast forest. Um, and you think 10 miles to the west is the fort. You start making your way along. There's no paths, per se. This is So, is woods. it just like, it's just woods? It's woods. It's not super densely populated. There are thickets that are more populated than others with trees, not with people. Um, and then there are clearings. So, um, Can we do a survival check to find kind of the most... Untracked, untrodden way. Absolutely. Lord, can I aid him? No, don't aid me. Just roll on yourself. <laughs> uh, I got an 11. Yeah. Oh, I can do it too. 19 for Della. 19 for Della. Uh, Della, you see uh, survival this was? Yeah, yeah. 18 for Lork, So Yeah, so uh, both of you, that's fine. Uh, as you get, oh, deep, we can bond over this. <laughs> I, see, I see them both like crouching down, looking like at a print, pulling up the twig. <laughs> uh, you see plenty of animal prints, wild animals, um, and uh, as you get deeper into the uh, forest, you see uh, humanoid footprints and very large footprints, all walking, Ooh. seemingly they're, like they're being called together. Yeah. Um, and they're all going every which way, so it's not like, let me follow these tracks. Right. Um, so there's going to be a, a, there's a lot of activity. Can we go through the forest alongside them, like guerrilla warfare, 1776, America-style type thing? Uh, like, what do you mean, just... Yeah, just like a little bit off the beaten path so that we right, have so some trees. Stay away from the, yeah. the prints. So, yeah. Uh, if everyone agrees with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's smart. Um, what uh, is there anything else you guys need to do as you're walking through? Is there anything else you want to do? I mean, there's nothing much to see per se, um, but you're you know that <clears throat> at a certain point you're going to be coming up on this fort. You know, I think I'm starting to think that uh, I think that this is an opportunity um, for Lork to actually kind of be a ranger. You know, like he has never had that opportunity really before. Um, so I think that maybe I I would have Lork ranging like ahead of the party, mm-hmm. like significantly ahead of the party, like out of sight. Um, you know, trying to kind of be stealthy about it, trying to move quietly, just and not you know trying to get into any combats or anything like that, but like trying to clear the area of danger before the party is coming up behind him. So keeping literally hundreds of yards between him and the party. Oh, interesting. Uh, so and then coming back the and checking kind of, yeah. in, you know, like every few hours, like coming back and checking in, like being an actual ranger. Like right. that, that's what they're supposed to do. I can yeah. like, I can move through underbrush. I can move through places without being detected or leaving a trail. I can, you know, like those are ranger special abilities that we never really utilize so far because it's been so, Urban and then on a boat and then in a multi-dimensional vault. Right, and I think that um, I'm thinking if you were a part of the Black Arrows when you were younger, you were a subordinate. You know, you were learning to range. Right, but you were probably left behind in the second rank or the third rank or the fourth rank. Exactly. Exactly. Um, interesting. Okay, so you're going. You're splitting the party. Yeah, yeah. I would like to split the party and see if there's, you know, if there's any roles you want me to do, whether it's survival checks or uh, or perception checks or stealth checks. To you know, uh, I would say a combination of stealth and perception. Uh, okay, so you do a perception. Um, well, I can take twenty on that, right? Uh, perception, yeah. So if you're if you're um, really spending time, time percepting, yeah, uh, that's fine. Perceiving. Oh. Perceiving. Percepting. <laughs> uh, but I will... Uh, Perceptor. <laughs> um, All right, so roll a... Uh, roll a survival? S- or? No, just roll a stealth check. Oh, stealth, right. Mm-hmm. Stealth, okay. Uh, ten on the stealth. Okay. Um, so you're, you're moving along and you, you're trying to be stealthy, but you're stepping on uh, branches when yeah. you're trying to avoid. Like, it's getting thicker. Trees have been felled in the area, so there's a lot of underbrush uh, and just shit lying around. They're probably using this to build fortifications or build who knows what Right. Um, as you get closer to the fort. Um, and taking 20 on the perception, you uh, 
are staying <laughs> close to the tra- you want to stay close to the tracks where they are staying off the tracks um yeah exactly okay um after about 10 15 minutes or so things seem a little too quiet for Lork and he's just alone he's like looking around and you're with are you with uh, Barry Connick Jr yeah. right so Lork and Barry Connick Jr moving around and you're that it's pissing you off that you made noise when you were trying to be stealthy mm-hmm. walking along there Della Baron Galabras and Ingrahild hear noise in the bushes up ahead and you feel confident in Lork's abilities, yeah. assuming maybe it's a deer, maybe it's X, Y, Z. Continue moving forward, and all of a sudden, four orcs come out of the brush. Oh, shit. Well, 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 what do we have here? <laughs> a teenage boy, a beautiful young fairy girl, and look, a couple more dwarves to add to our collection. <laughs> they all laugh. No, uh, no, no, no. Before any of you try to be a hero right now, let me just tell you what your options are. <laughs> you can surrender right now, drop your weapons and remove your armor, and if you're lucky, we'll only kill one of you for trespassing in places where you don't belong. Or we'll kill you all right here and now, but not before taking your luscious little fairy princess you've got with you behind those bushes to uh, run a little orc train on her. Oh, God! <laughs> One of them uh, chimes up. He says, I might give the little dwarf woman a go, too, if you turn her around and I close my eyes. <laughs> they all laugh. So, uh, what's it going to be? Oh, oh, and maybe you think, well, uh, there's, there's five of you and, and only... There's only four of you. Yeah, there's only four. I'm not yeah, there, he's right? Not there. So this is behind me. Right, this is behind Fuck. you. I missed oh, it. Oh, and maybe you think your your heroes is four of you, and and there's four of us, so it, it'll be a nice even fight. Well, before you start getting all excited, allow me to introduce you to my friend. Uh, oh, Jort! <laughs> and you just hear, <laughs> and a hill giant comes up oh, from behind them, marching up uh, to flank the party. Oh, God. Look, you hear in the distance the the rumble of the feet as it comes out of the brush. Four savage orcs standing in front of you. One hill giant brandishing a great club standing behind you. Option one, surrender, and maybe they'll only kill one of you. Option two, death, and maybe even worse. Looking at you, Della. (laughs) Option three, hero time. Della has only one response to this. She's going to press L2 and light her scimitar up. (laughs) (laughs) I have have a response as well. (laughs) In it. We'll see you next week. Oh, Oh, man. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> we need more of that. We need more talking yeah. Yeah, to them before we start fighting. Yeah. Woo!